The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the power and the presence of his spirit be with us all today. Amen. Amen. Well, it's good to be with you this morning as we enter a new year. And uh, what a way to enter it, huh? Cold and windy and blustery. But we know in the midst of all of it, God is with us and continues to work his purposes in our life. This morning I'd like to share with you uh, from God's word the gospel reading for today. But you probably picked up already as you heard these lessons read that God is actively involved in calling us to do his work. Jonah had to be convinced. God called him a second time and said, go to Nineveh. And we heard in the reading, he immediately then went to Nineveh. In the gospel reading, uh, Jesus calls uh, his disciples, Simon, Andrew, James, and John, and they immediately follow Jesus. I remember when I was a a young guy uh, growing up, as a teenager, and I remember certain voices in my life, voices always attached to a person. And uh, when I would hear people call out my name, like Ron, or actually my given name is Ronnie. Do you believe it? Well, my parents generally called me Ronnie, but my friends would call me Ron. And if they wanted to get my attention, they would, uh, you know, they'd yell out something, you know, Ron, hey, Ron. Well, if I was busy, you know, like you get busy, you don't pay much attention. Now, I'll get back to you or I'll, you know, whatever. We have the same thing on our, on our telephones, on our iPhones, don't we? I mean, call waiting. How much of you, do you like that feature? Well, I'm not sure I'm not that sophisticated with technology, certainly like Pastor Chris here. He's much more sophisticated than I am. But um, what I do with my iPhone often is, uh, I'll, you, you wouldn't understand this probably. I would let the call come in. If I didn't recognize the name or the number, I would not answer it right away. I thought, I don't want to be bothered. You know, I mean... So I can monitor my calls. I can, I can either take them or I don't have to or I can get back to it later. But in my early days of growing up, whenever I heard my father say, Ronnie, boy, I responded. I mean, it didn't take long for me to say, yeah, what's up, Dad? I never left that call hanging out there. I would say maybe I would, I think maybe my father spoke as one who had authority. Well, we can all relate to this issue, you know, of of paying attention, of responding uh, to things that are, you know, maybe we would feel more important than others. Well, in today's gospel, and in really the readings today surrounding our Christian life and our response to God's word, there really should not be any waiting. There should be a sense of urgency. 
Now here we are, uh, what, third weekend in uh, January, cold as ever, trying to, you know, we get outside, we come to church, we're half frozen, we huddle together. I saw these four people this morning when I come in, I thought they had a heater in their uh, pew here. And I was going to come over and join them, and I found out it was just, there was a lot of warm air being circulated here. But we have a, need a sense of priority. You know, when God uh, speaks to us, and he does through his word, just as Jesus spoke and called the disciples, there needs to be a response. And there was. You know, when God gets in our face, and he does, you know, you know this thing about personal space? If I was over here by Bill and Bill was way up here on me like this, I'd say, Bill, give me some space. But you know, when God gets in our face, he gets right in our face. In fact, in our heart, he possesses us. He surrounds us. He envelops us. He's, for me, as Paul said, for me to live is Christ, right? I mean, Wow. To die, of course, is gain because of Christ. God gets in our face. We have plans. We have certain directions in life we want to follow and pursue. And God gets in our face. Jesus talks in his call to the disciples, he talks about the coming of the kingdom. The time is now. He says, the time had come. Jesus said that. Well, maybe as we face this new year, our time has come. And I don't mean a time necessarily of entering God's kingdom in heaven, but maybe our time has come when God is going to put us on a track and send us on a mission that we don't even realize is in front of us. Just maybe God's going to put people in front of us who need to hear about his grace, his love, his mercy and forgiveness. Just maybe that's going to happen. And God does speak to our heart about it. He gets in front of us. Sometimes he gets in front to block the way. You have to come through me, God says. And then we'll walk together. I don't know what you are particularly facing in your life this week. Or maybe this year. Maybe all of you are saying, as I would say for myself, boy, I'm sort of happy that 2024 is over. By the way, I don't know where it went. Is it 23, Bill? Thank you. Thank you, Bill. (laughs) Bill, I'm already a year in advance. I'm already out there, see? You didn't know we were going to team team this morning, did you? But I don't know where it went. 2023, it's gone. But there's a new day and there's a new way that God is providing for us. In the gospel reading... Jesus comes proclaiming the good news and he says the time has come. 
Your time has come. And it has. The time has come, he said. Promises of God in the sending of Messiah, Savior, Lord, well, it's here. There's no more waiting. The time has come. The kingdom of God is upon us. The kingdom of God. That's an interesting concept in the, in the New Testament. When you think about the kingdom, when you think of a kingdom, you think of a king who rules. Well, God's kingdom is the ruling of Jesus Christ in your life. The Holy Spirit of God gets a hold of you, takes over. And Christ sets up his rule in you. Your desire is to follow and fulfill his will. This morning we recited the Ten Commandments. Boy, God's will and way for the best, right? God says he loves us so much and that's why he gives us these wonderful commands. Not to restrict us, not to push us down, not to destroy us, but what to lift us up and to say there's a better way. And as Jesus said, I am the way. There's a better way to live out our lives. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and your neighbors yourself. Wow. Is that really possible? It is with Christ who levels the plane. Our sinfulness, well, it gets in the way. We're up and down so often in our Christian walk, in our Christian life, but Jesus gets in the way to level the plane. He says, what you cannot do and have not done and refuse to do, I have done for you. Draw strength from me to follow me. The time has come, Jesus said. First of all, repent. Repent and believe the good news. Remember the angels uh, on that night of Christ's birth? I bring you what? Good news of great joy, which shall be to all people. Wow, best news in the world. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. This is the best news we have. Jesus has come to take our place, to cover our sin, and to make a way for us. Repent and believe. Well, that's first and foremost, uh, there's no time to put that off. There's no call waiting here involved. Repent and believe. Interesting word, repentance, too. We say that a lot. We, we say that word a lot. Do we fully understand it? Well, I'm not entirely sure we always do. Repent. Get your life going in the right direction. Turn away from sin and head down the other path, which is God's path that he's provided for you. Turn away from sin and turn to God. Easier said than done, isn't it? But God says, I'm not going to leave you on your own to accomplish this. That's why I sent my son, Jesus. He's going to take you by the hand and lead you along the way. 
So the kingdom of God is at hand. No time to wait or fool around. We need to accept God's rule and kingdom in our life. Believe. Have faith. You know, this could be a, a, a tremendous year for, for all of us. It, it, it could be a new year of increased opportunities uh, to let our light shine and to give God the glory. I'm not particularly happy with my life in the past years and in the past years of my life. I mean, I've had my ups and downs, had my tears, I've had my sadness, my disappointments. But God makes a way, gets me over those rough places. When Jesus came upon the uh, these uh, young men who were to be his disciples, uh, we don't know a great deal about their lives. Uh, they like to fish, professional fishermen, if you will, and, and uh, other kinds of trades and occupations. I would say just what? Sort of ordinary people. I mean, not specially gifted in any particular way average ordinary guys and gals whom God set apart in service for ministry. But in all of it, the urgency of getting Jesus Christ out to the world as Savior was so important and still is. And still is. Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee. He saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net in the lake. They were fishermen. And Jesus simply said, come and follow me and I will send you out to fish for people. Wow. Does that mean I'm going to use my net and throw it on somebody and uh, haul them through the water? Well, you know that's not what it meant. Jesus was real particular in terms of what it meant. He said, you've been fishing for fish. You've been trying to, you know, you've been taking care of your, uh, yourselves. You've been providing for yourselves and your family and your friends. But now you're going to provide for them in an even greater way. You're going to cast the net of the kingdom of Jesus' rule in the hearts and minds of people. You're going to cast your net to bring people to God. And that command, that, that authoritative call has not stopped or ceased. Now there will be a time, and it's coming. Nobody knows the day or the hour, but what? God will say the time has come. Not for more work to be done, but for my new heaven and new earth. This world, as Paul said in the epistle reading today, man, it's, uh, it's fading away. This world's not going to get any better. We sense that. We know that when we read scripture. Jesus talks about that. I mean, it shouldn't surprise us that things seem so chaotic and out of control uh, and they are. 
But we know that God is in control and it's his world. And his call, his sense of urgency that his kingdom may come and his will be done, boy, that has not lost. In fact, I believe it's only intensified. Satan says this, God says this. This is darkness, this is light. This is the way of the world, the fallen world, and this is the way of God. And his love and mercy, and the best is yet to come. Well, most certainly when Jesus uh, said to uh, Simon and Andrew, come follow me, uh, you know, they had no clue what was about to happen, but God got a hold of them. He got into their face. He got into their life, and, and they were drawn. And what do we read in Scripture? At once, <laughs> whoa, they left their nets and followed. A sense of urgency. I think in the church, and it's always probably been this way, certainly. I mean, in, in my lifetime, I think, you know, it's like going out this morning, and I, you know, I have one of these uh, fobs that, you know, you start your car with, you know. Well, I had to leave my truck outside for a lot of different reasons. My garage is not capable of holding everything that I have. You have stuff? So I headed outside, and I reached out the door with my fob, and I, you know, made sure I had, you know, locked it, and then the little arrow, you know, you push that down. My car, my truck, sounded like this. I was praying every, uh-uh, uh-uh. I think sometimes that's the way we get in the church. We're, we just have a hard time getting fired up for God. We, we, you know, our sense of urgency, well, you know, it just isn't there at times. We love the Lord, we, we live under his forgiveness and his mercy, and man, putting into practice, getting going, it's like our spiritual life, Bill. Uh, uh, uh. But then God gives us a jolt, and that jolt is his spirit. And then it fires. For Peter and uh, Andrew, boy, they were not, they had no idea of how God's spirit would ignite them and fire them, but already had because they immediately left. They didn't say, well, by the way, we're going to put this on hold for a minute here. We got stuff to do, places to go, people to meet. We're going to just wait. Left everything, followed Jesus. And when Jesus had gone a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John preparing nets. Without delay, without delay, Jesus called them. And they left their father in the boat with the hired men, and they followed Jesus. No call waiting there. Well, we've got to take care of a few things. 
call is immediate. The response is immediate. When my son and I were driving over here this morning, we were talking about priorities. You know, some you make time for the things. Don't you make time for the things that matter? Yeah, you do. You, you, uh, you say, this is more important than this. You're here this morning because you want to hear God's word. You want to be encouraged. You want to be reminded that you're a forgiven child of God and that there's work to be done and God's going to empower you in whatever valley or, or problem that you are or will face in life maybe this week is going to get you through it. We just need to be reminded of it. That's your priority. When that truck of mine went, uh, uh, I thought, I better be ready to call Pastor Chris and say, uh, uh. <laughs> you know, I think sometimes we're like that, though, aren't we? Uh, uh. Well, believe me, God is passionate and he is without doubt passionate about his kingdom and salvation through his son Jesus and he wants us to have that same passion too we don't put God on hold we say God okay when that number comes through we lift it up and we say yeah like Isaiah here am I send me I have no idea this week or this month or balance of the winter into the year I have no idea where God is going to lead you and what people you're going to encounter. But in my life, I'm always surprised, and I think you are too. Here's an opportunity. Here's someone I haven't heard from. Here's someone that's reaching out. Here's someone that has a, 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 a fear or is struggling. Here is someone who needs the Lord Jesus in their life and Am I going to put that on hold? Our call is urgency. The time has come. And for your congregation, the time has come, right? As a church, as a ministry. We don't just go through the motions. It's life-changing. It it. It's sacrificial. It's in love. Jesus' voice calling you. Be there for me, for others. May God grant that today. And may we always have that open line to God to say yes. Open my eyes to see, my heart to feel, and my hands to serve. Here am I. Send me. Amen? Amen. And all God's people said, amen. amen.